0: I. V. M. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Diary of the Travelling Professor. And I'm Siddharth Deshmukh, a friendly neighbourhood travelling professor himself. This diary entry of mine actually focuses on a often repeated question that I get from a lot of people uh, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, in all of my classes and the rest of it. So I thought, okay, here we go. It might help a few of these guys if I just kind of articulate my thoughts on where I'm going with this. See, the whole situation is very similar. And trust me, I've seen this more than once. A young guy gal gets in touch with me and says, Hey, professor, I've got this excellent, excellent product slash service or offering. We're developing it and we're kind of building a platform. It's new age, this wonderful market size got the business plan, Uh, our beta product will be ready, and we are ready to launch, we've got the positioning, and all of that. And I just want to know from you, what's the best go-to-market strategy? Funny thing is, I don't know how to answer this question. The reason is because I think that the question itself is wrong. The big question is wrong. Because that just makes me feel that this person has not particularly gone about a methodology that would be more useful for him or her in their startups. So what do I mean? I mean that most of this gyan of building the product and then launching it with a go-to-market strategy is inherently wrong. The reason why it's wrong is because you are investing so much of time, effort, money, resources into building a product which may or may not succeed in the market. And don't tell me that you've done research for it because that doesn't prove anything beyond a point. What does work, on the other hand, is the lean method. I'm sure some of you might have heard of it or the customer development methodology, which I'm sure some of you have. And while you may have heard of it, I think we all tend to forget it because we all get very emotional about our own product or service, don't we? So the fact is that what the lean method or the customer development methodology says is do not, do not build your product, sell your product first. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Don't build your product, sell your product first. Go to market first before you build your product. Now you say, Siddharth, you're talking nonsense. How can I do that? And you'll be surprised to know that you can actually deconstruct whatever you have in your mind, whatever you have in your mind as a product. So let's assume that your product is a platform that connects uh, one kind of entity with the other kind of an entity, you know, an Uber for and fill in the blanks and you'll understand what I'm saying. You could test out your value proposition without actually building out your product platform or service in most cases. And the fact is that I'm not talking of creating a beta product and then selling it to a pilot market, I'm actually asking you to go beyond that. Okay. I'm actually asking you to look at selling your vaporware to your prospective customers, right? And seeing if they buy it when they fully know that you don't have the product. Now, this is something which a lot of companies in Silicon Valley have done, right? Uh, Dropbox being one of them and so many other examples come to mind, but I'm not going to bore you with more examples but I'm going to focus on the intelligence of this thing. So you can actually start a concierge service to prove a laundry service on the net without actually building the net part of things. Or you can actually start so many businesses which can be translated into other ways of doing things. See, eventually what happens is that through the internet, when you're building a platform or when you're building a website or anything, a product, an application. What you're doing is that you are making sure that you're codifying a process or a system in such a way that it does things effectively to scale and the rest of it. But what if the value proposition itself is wrong, or what if the customer segment is wrong? Or what if the the relationship that you've envisaged for the customer is wrong? Or what if there's no revenue there. People might want it as a free product, but they're not going to pay any price for it. Or what are the channels of, oh God, I could go through the entire business model called Canvas this way. The thing is that we have to test out all of these as assumptions and try to sell a product. Okay, try to sell a product without actually building it. Now, can you build a space rocket like this? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. But can you build a, a tech platform? I think so without building the platform. I think so. We just need to use our imagination. We just need to use our imagination in order for us to go to market first. So that's why I think that marketing before you build allows you to actually reverse the process, reduce your costs, actually focus on getting the value proposition, right? Because trust me, you're going to go wrong and you're going to learn a lot of things and you're going to make sure that you go back with the right offering, again fail and go back again until the time that you get what they call quintessentially product market fit and then build it out for scale. And that's when all of your investment will be towards building the right product because you have marketed before you sold. So the go-to market can never be after you've built the product. It has to be before you build the product. And there are various ways in which you can do that. And uh, I'm sure we'll cover some of that in some of the podcasts later on. But I just wanted to build this thought with you, right? Also, you know what the hidden benefit is? You also understand who is the right kind of customer who will make sure that your product succeeds, who are the mavens, who are the people, who are the early adopters, who are the innovators, who are going to really like your product and who are going to sing on rooftops about your product to everybody else in the marketplace because those are the kind of customers you need. You do not need the customers who buy your product and A don't like it, think it's overpriced, do not recommend it to others, and the rest of it. Because while you think you may have got a sale, you'll soon realize that that sale is not going to result in more sales. So the fact is, when you're looking at marketing before you build, you have to look at mavens or early adopters and innovators. I mean, you can see Facebook having done that, right? I mean, they started off at Harvard and it's an example I give to most of my students. They went over from college to college to college, tapping into communities of people who are ready and willing to look at the aspiration that Harvard holds. And so these colleges were aspirational to other second-run colleges and to third-run colleges and then to the rest of the United States and then to European colleges and so on and so forth. So actually going to market before you build something is an exceptionally intelligent way of doing things. A, you're focusing on utilizing your resources well. You're getting product market fit. And B, you're getting the right customer. Well, I hope you liked this answer. It's a little difficult pill to swallow if you've already built your product, okay? But despair not. I'm sure that the next time you do something in this area, you'll go to market first. I hope you liked this podcast of mine. Many more to come from, from where this came from. If you like the funnier side of me, not too serious, go to Instagram. I'm the traveling professor over there. If you like me all serious, well, I do make notes on LinkedIn, which connect either to this podcast or to tell me about it, which is my video channel, which just finished one season wherein I talk to industry experts. As you can see, I'm all over the place. I hope that you like podcasts like these. There's many more on ivmpodcast.com or just download the app. Until next time, my friends, see you soon.